Anyone hiding within half a mile of the airstrip would have shown up on the radar. It was safe to land. The pilot looked out the window. The runway was a rough strip of land on the edge of the coast, hacked out of the jungle and running parallel with the sea. The pilot could have missed it altogether in the dying light, but for the two lines of electric bulbs burning at ground level, outlining the path for the plane. The Cessna swooped out of the sky. At the last minute, it was buffeted about by a sudden damp squall that had been sent to try the pilot's nerve. But the pilot didn't blink, and a moment later the wheels hit the ground and the plane was bouncing and shuddering along, dead centre between the two rows of lights. He was grateful they were there. The mangroves, thick bushes half-floating on pools of stagnant water, came almost to the edge of the runway. Veer even a couple of yards in the wrong direction, and a wheel might snag. It would be enough to destroy the plane. The pilot flicked switches. The engine died, and the twin-blade propellers slowed down and came to a halt. He looked out the window. A jeep was parked next to one of the buildings, and it was here that the single man, the red dot on his screen, waited. He turned to his passengers. He's there. The older of the two men nodded. Carlo was about thirty years old, with black curly hair. He hadn't shaved. Stubble, the colour of cigarette ash, clung to his jaw. He turned to the other passenger. Mark, are you ready? The man who called himself Mark could have been Carlo's younger brother. He was barely twenty-five, and although he was trying not to show it, he was scared. There was sweat on the side of his face, glowing green as it caught the reflection from the control panel. He reached behind him and took out a gun, a German-built ten-millimeter Glock automatic. He made sure it was loaded, then slipped it into the waistband of his trousers, under his shirt. I'm ready, he said. There's only him. There are two of us. Carlo tried to reassure Mark, or perhaps he was trying to reassure himself. We are both armed. There is nothing he can do. Then let's go. Carlo turned to the pilot. Have the plane ready, he commanded. When we walk back, I'll give you a sign. He raised a hand, one finger and thumb, forming an O. That is the signal that the business has been successfully concluded. Start the engine at that time. We don't want to stay here one second longer than we have to. They got out of the plane. A thin layer of sand crunched underneath their combat boots as they walked around the side and opened the cargo door. They felt the sullen heat in the air, the heaviness of the night sky. The island seemed to be holding its breath. Carlo reached up and opened a door. In the back of the plane was a single steel chest. With difficulty, he and Mark lowered it to the ground. The younger man looked up. The lights on the landing strip dazzled him, but he could just make out a figure standing, still as a statue, beside the jeep, waiting for them to approach. He hadn't moved since the plane had landed. "'Why doesn't he come to us?' he asked. Carlo spat and said nothing. There were two handles, one on either side of the chest. The two men carried it between them, walking awkwardly, bending over their load. It took them a long time to reach the jeep, but at last they were there. 
For a second time, they set the box down. Carlo straightened up, rubbing his palms on his jeans. Good evening, General, he said. He was speaking in English. This was not his native language, nor was it the General's, but it was the only language they had in common. Good evening. The General did not bother with names that he knew would be fake anyway. You had no trouble getting here? No trouble at all, General. You have it? One kilogram of weapons-grade uranium, enough to build a bomb powerful enough to destroy a city. I would be interested to know which city you have in mind. General Alexei Sarov took a step forward, and the lights from the runway illuminated him. He was not a big man, yet he radiated power and control.